Input output does an about face when it comes to staking. Homer J calls in to discuss what delegates need to know about the upcoming K parameter changes. And the Cardano Foundation talks tokenomics. That's all coming up next on your Cardano Update. Hello everyone and welcome to your Cardano Update. I'm James Kiever with United States of Cardano. Today is Friday, November 27th, 2020, and please, real quick, like this video, subscribe to our channel, and consider United Stakes of Cardano, ticker USA01, a stake pool deserving of your delegation, as we're working very hard to keep you informed with this newscast and to run the most reliable Cardano stake pool on the planet. Input Output officially announced they'll be retiring all but one of the 20 stake pools they set up not too long back. This has welcomed news by many in the stake pool community, especially smaller stake pools that have struggled to secure delegation and mint blocks. Now, in the blog post, which we'll link to in the description of the video, Input Output goes on to explain their delegation policy moving forward in light of the K parameter adjustments. Bringing the optimal number of stake pools from the current setting of 150 to 500, and this will all happen on December 6th. Later, in March of 2021, the K parameter is scheduled to go from 500 to 1,000. Input Output Global will delegate 15% of their total ADA holdings to community pools and will initially focus on two types of pools. The first, purpose pools, which cover pools that support innovation in developing countries, educational objectives, pools that serve underserved or minority community members, or pools that operate within a charitable or philanthropic framework. The other type of pool Input Output's delegation policy will focus on is incubator pools, and these can be smaller stake pools that maximize network diversity, either in ownership or geographic location, and decentralized block production. Input Output Global will launch their first call for delegation on December 6th, which, by the way, is Ada Lovelace's birthday, and applications will remain open until the end of the year. Now, each pool input output delegates to will receive enough delegated ADA to ensure block production each epic, and all pools will receive the same amount of ADA. Be sure to catch the Input Output Global monthly update Thursday, December 3rd, for more information, or check out the blog post, which again, will list in the description of this video. Now, it wasn't too long back we had a stake pool operator who came on the show and explained to us what saturation was all about. In light of the K parameter adjustment ahead, we've invited Homer J back on the show to explain what delegates need to know with everything going on with the network. Homer J, thank you so much for coming back on the show. No worries, James. Thanks for having me back. Great. Now, lots has gone down since we last spoke to you, Homer, but I wonder if you would explain to our audience what they need to know come December 6th when K goes to 500. Yep, um, so the number of pools towards uh, which the network is meant to converge in the long run is being increased. Uh, the most important event is uh, the lowering of the saturation, saturation point for a stake pool from 211 million down to about 63.8 million. 83 non-IOG pools currently, as well as 18 of the 19 scheduled for retirement IOG pools are in that uh, bracket. Um, if you're delegating to a pool that has over 64 million, might be worthwhile to have a look around at your other options. 
If you're not sure how big your current pool is, log into the delegation wallet of your choice and have a look. In your ROI, you might need to search for it in a delegation list and check the pool size column. Uh, they've done a fantastic job recently of uh, moving all the big pools towards the bottom of the list to make it uh, less likely that they accumulate more stake. Uh, in Daedalus, uh, you just need to click on your pool tile in the stake pools tab and bring up the extra details. Uh, the saturation percentage of over 30% is what you want to avoid. This delegated turtle will be equivalent to 100% come December 6th. And uh, yeah, always an important thing to remember, the high saturation percentage, the bigger reduction in rewards if the pool delegation situation does not change and everybody gets negatively affected, not just uh, newly arrived delegators. Sure. Now, the K parameter, though, isn't the only thing staking, uh, shaking stake pools up, and you touched on it just a second ago. Input-output announced this week the retiring 19 of 20 stake pools they've spun up. A very surprising and controversial move at the time. Do you think this is going to have any kind of network effect we need to keep an eye on? Uh, well, it will certainly be a breath of fresh air on most wallet and explorer screens. Um, that is until uh, CZ has a break from his ADA wallet maintenance and Binance and spins up another 10 BNP pools. Uh, <laughs> jokes aside, <laughs> I think the effect will probably mostly depend on where the 1,400 or so delegators currently staking with IOG relocate to once they discover that their pool has been uh, marked for retirement. Now, given the lack of a bit more in-your-face notifications in Daedalus, this might take a little longer than you might expect, but uh, I heard some there's some good improvements on notification front coming soon. And um, maybe a sentence or two from the warm, sunny Colorado in his next video on this topic could expedite the process somewhat. Um, it would also be interesting to see if Emergo follows suit or whether they'll keep their four public pools unchanged. You're absolutely right. Now, with input-output declaring their delegation policy, wouldn't you say it's like an about-face from what we saw from them in the beginning with them opening up those pools? Now, I know you're a big fan of decentralization. I read what you say on Twitter. Do you think IO's new policy is good for the network, or is this too little too late? Well, um, I do not think it's too late, uh, not in the large scheme of things and the sort of time, time frames that we're dealing with. But uh, yes, at the same time, just like this K parameter value adjustments, uh, these changes are probably about four months overdue, in my humble opinion. Uh, I think the policy is a bit of a double-edged sword. It's definitely a welcome injection of some uh, delegation capital to the community pools. But the application process and the objectivity of the selection criteria will be something to keep an eye on. Um, I'm hoping that there will be some more detailed guidelines laid down for the sort of proof and verification that would be needed to sub substantiate such applications. Uh, not just, uh, oh, I promise to give X percent of my rewards to local charity or look at my sixth relay, it's hosted in Ethiopia. Uh, I have a feeling a lot of these applications will be utilized by I IOG marketing team to publish some uh, feel-good stories about difference Cardano is making to the world, which is uh, adds extra pressure to ensure everything is uh, legit and by the book. And um, yeah, hopefully there'll also be some pool size related criteria implemented, uh, similar to those utilized by Cardano Foundation in their current delegation strategy.
I just, I just love your outlook. <laughs> uh, Homer, you, you crack me up. Listen, I, 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 switching gears just a little bit, just because I've got you on, what are your thoughts on some of the more successful and popular state pool operators spinning up more, multiple pools? Well, people want to earn more ADA and make more money. I guess that's understandable part of human psychology. Uh, when the plan changes to K were announced, uh, most of these people realized that they might start earning less come December if they do nothing about it. Uh, most seem to have opted for uh, mashing the create new pool button. I think uh, at the last count, something like 50 existing operators created second or later pools since the K announcement. Um, even though IOG uh, in their blog post did suggest that bumping up the fees on the existing pools might have been equally as effective. And the IG also was suggesting that the K increase should hopefully result in more diversity by spreading the existing delegator pie to more of those in need of a delegation boost. Um, well, I guess the concepts of sharing and decentralization seem to have taken a bit, a bit of a backseat somewhat. Uh, however, the community is uh, doing its part to spread the awareness and the need to broaden the pool operator landscape. So delegators have more options than just some, you know, fifth pool of someone they saw on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, most of the explorers actually um, now have implemented filters and toggles to hide multi-pool multi, multi operations and brands. So PoolTool.io has a solo pools toggle. Uh, Adapools.org has a one pool group um, toggle, toggle as well. And adastat.net explorer currently only shows first pool per operator by default, which is fantastic. The temptation is there, though, especially for these pools that are run by multiple state pool operators. I mean, when you do the math, especially at what uh, ADA is currently at, there's just no way that a state pool can support, you know, two, three, four state pool operators. So, you know, it was a conversation that we had at United Stakes. Um, thinking about spinning up another pool, but uh, we, we had very intense conversations about that. Ultimately, though, after IO released that, that blog post and we really started to get a feel that this was not something that uh, Big Cardano was encouraging, we just kind of decided to wait, and I, I'm, I'm pretty glad we did. Now, you touched on fees. I'm curious your thoughts on those pools that are offering a 0% fee. I think we can all agree that's not sustainable in the long term, but it is one of those few incentives smaller stake pools can offer. What do you think about all this? Um, well, um, having operated a zero fee pool myself, and it was actually a zero, completely zero fee, uh, since there was no guaranteed minimum 340 ADA operator fee uh, at the time for six months on the incentivized testnet. Uh, my take on the 0% fee pools is that uh, I guess they are to be expected for as long as the uh, hardware and the system requirements for operating a stake pool are on the lower end of the spectrum. Um, you know, currently we have 180 zero fee pools on the network, and and while a dozen of them are sitting near the top of the dataless pool ranking pool rankings at the moment, um, I think as long as the delegators get more and more educated about the tiny impact a couple of percent in a variable fee actually make to their ROS, 
and also what much greater potential effect those couple of percent can have on the infrastructure of a pool that they're trusting with their ADA, I think we should be okay in the long run. Excellent, excellent. We are very grateful for the information and your take on all this. Uh, I just want to kind of put out there, you didn't really want me to promote your pool, but you are a stake pool operator for a AAA stake pool. You really have a, a great understanding of the network in Cardano, and um, you know, I really want to make sure that people know that you've got a stake pool out there and that you are open to delegation. I'd love to talk to you again about all this around March, when K is scheduled to go up to 1,000. Be very interesting over the next few months to watch what happens uh, with all of this stuff. Yeah, should, should, should make for some interesting viewing, that's for sure. And thanks Great. for having me again, James. All the best. Absolutely. Anytime, Homer. Thanks again. Not to be outdone, the Cardano Foundation has also been pushing information out on their blog. This time, a follow-up to an article they published in September about tokenization. They look at three industries ripe for disruption with the advent of Gogan and native tokens. The first being finance. Decentralized finance, commonly referred to as DeFi, offers many of the same services traditional finance offers, but through a decentralized protocol. One of the more common use cases for DeFi is lending platforms where users lend their digital assets like Bitcoin or stable coins in exchange for something similar to interest, but is referred to in this case as yields. Now, one of the biggest issues, though, is the steep learning curve associated with crypto or DeFi. But if DeFi protocols can onboard non-technical users, they may have the potential to change the current banking and lending environment as we know it. Now, another industry primed for disruption through tokenization is real estate, where properties can be divided into and represented with non-fungible tokens, which can be traded or sold on secondary marketplaces. This could dramatically reduce the upfront costs of investing in real estate, opening up the market to a whole new class of investor. Pharmaceuticals is the third industry discussed and presents a unique use case for tokenization. Fraudulent medications represent less than 1% of this $1.3 trillion industry, but that still works out to be around $4.4 billion in trade. Further, fake medications don't just cost money, they endanger lives as well. Giving genuine pharmaceutical companies the ability to issue a token that specifically represents a box of medications, say, allows all parties in the chain of custody to verify the medication's authenticity without those parties having to maintain their own records, which is huge. Now, if you'd like to learn more about tokenization, what tokens are capable of, and what industries can benefit most by them, We'll list the link to both tokenization articles in the description of this video. And ladies and gentlemen, that is our show for you today. We do thank you for tuning in. Now don't forget to like this video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and consider United Stakes of Cardano the next time you're looking for a high-pledge competitive fee stake pool with a solid history of block production. If you have a story idea or would like to comment on something you've seen, simply reach out to us on one of these channels or leave a comment in the comment section of this video. And finally, if you're interested in checking out the first time Homer J came on the show, simply click on this link right here. He explains how saturation works and discusses what delegates need to know in order to protect themselves. Again, thanks for watching everyone. I'm James Kiever and that's your Cardano Update.